Hello, and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you, and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk. You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. The significance of blind Bartimaeus. Jesus went his way to Jerusalem. That time it was the season of Passover. And uh, he's just arrived at Jericho. And Jericho, as we all know, geographically is about 15 miles northeast of Jerusalem. Then he encountered this man, blind Bartimaeus. Now, I was trying to search because it was the Mark recorded it that, you know, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus. Now, that's what it means. I have a friend called Tom Collinson. So one day I asked him, I said, What's your dad's name? His dad's name is Collins. He said, What's your own? He said, Your own Collins. He said, Because I'm the son of Collins. Oh, now that place now makes sense to me. Son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus. So I was trying to search in the Bible. I could not find that. Was his dad blind? I could not find the answer. Now, if you find the answer, let me know. Praise God. Student of the Bible, shout hallelujah. But this man was blind. And it was said there, the Bible made us understand that. Now, there are some few things that came to my attention that, yes, I quote that he put on, and he actually takes up that quote, he used that quote for begging. So, the first few lessons I want us to learn from it, I'm not going to go through, we all know the story, the story is very, very clear, but I want to bring us some few lesson points there, and what we can learn from the life of blind Bartimaeus, so that we know, just like blind Bartimaeus, that we are also unstoppable. The first one is, I discovered that from that story that blind Bartimaeus knew Jesus very well. So that's the first point. He knew Jesus very well. If you go to that story, it says, I'm reading it. It said, He came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were living. A certain man, blind Bartimaeus, which means the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David. It's like somebody said, call him if I stand in a, okay. Uh, what is uh, uh, my wife's name? All of you call her Alice. Okay, you know I don't call her Alice. All right, if you hear Abosete, then you know that somebody that know ah far far far. It's only a sister that can call her that name. I hope you are not offended, man. If some some name they will call you, you look back like mm, this person know me. Like this, okay, I'm not calling your name so that people you not be embarrassed. Maybe you have not told your wife your normal name I call when you are little. Anyway, I can tell you. <laughs> 
That is his name. Now you are saying to David. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> there are some names that when they call you, you know this person knows me. Jesus, son of David. I, I know your part, son of David. Blind Bartimaeus was blind, but was not stupid. He knew Jesus. The Bible now told us that those that knew their God shall be strong. They shall be strong and they shall do exploits. The people that do, he knew Jesus. There are being prophecy that if you read Isaiah 9, they are being attached to that thing. He knew Jesus. He didn't know about Jesus. But he knew Jesus. That was how he had that confidence. He knew the grace in Jesus. He's heard about the things he has done. Now, that's the first question I want to ask you. Do you know Jesus? Or do you know about Jesus? I have a feeling that some, some people know about Jesus. They don't know Jesus. Have you been to the mountaintop? Have you seen Christ? And then somebody during Bible said one day, somebody was asking the question. And somebody said, if, God forbid, you are worshiping and some violence or gun people came, what will you do? <laughs> then somebody was saying that you just run for your life. I said, <laughs> now, that is instinct. That's my instinct. But when you've been to mountaintop and see Jesus, you're unshakable. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. They said, okay, you want to live is Christ. We're going to kill you. They said, but to die is gain. Then they said, okay, you don't, okay, even to die is gain. We will make you suffer. He said, in suffering, how can you kill this man? He's ready for anything. He knew his God. You suffer, you he said, the more you make him suffer, the more crown and that's been preserved for him. And if he, if you leave him, he's living, he's about Christ. Even if he dies, it's a good thing. I'm going to meet my father. You need to know your God. You need to know your God. When you know your God, you know what God will do, he will stop for you. Jesus crowd were gathered. Jesus stopped. Yeah, this is son of David. It's like me going somewhere said, No, no, I know Ooh, this person knew me. Oh, uh, say I will tell you the other one. My mom, my mother called me. So that you don't want to call me so that I can pick your call. Amen. The bottom line is this. Those that know their God, they shall be strong. Now, you might think that man is physically blind. Some people are spiritually blind. So we all need to know Jesus to be able to get away from spiritual blindness. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Number two, blind Bartimaeus, tree of his garments. If you read it, he said, 
Many rebuked him and told him, be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called him. He said, cheerfully, he got up on his feet. He threw away his cloak. Another says his garment. He threw away his garment. That garment is a symbol of oppression. That garment is a symbol of suppression. That garment is a symbol of depression. That garment is a label. That coat is a label. Now, in this part of the world, we know there are so many labels. When you are feeling the form, you feel black, white, green, yellow. You feel your complexion. You feel your nationality. Sometimes you say you were born in UK. This is the way it was originally, originally. Okay, if you feel that one, what about your great-grandfather? Where were they born? He lived here. You have to feel it. That is a label. It's a label. The system itself labels people. And there's a reason for label and classification. Even when you now go to secondary school, the, the course can some send and send students with extra needs. Then they now call some gifted and talented. Then they now call some extra need. And they will now put them in a small class and teach them two plus two. While they are made are learning how to build engine. Because these ones are gifted and talented. Those are label. You need to throw away the label. That was what Bart did. I call it Bart Patimius. That's the short form of Patimius. He threw away that garment. But then when you see Jesus, you will throw away that garment. What is that garment that you're holding on to? A source of small income that you are getting. You know, the word will always make you seem that you cannot exist without them. The system will always make you think that you cannot exist without them. The little money you got given, the little things that you get, they will make you think that if that thing is taken away from you, that is the end of life. But when you see Jesus, you will throw away that garment. That garment cannot validate you. That's the problem we have. We think our validation is in the garment. Our validation is in Jesus. Because it will give you what the entirety and the lifespan of that garment cannot give you. Brethren, we need to throw away. That garment cannot fix us. That garment cannot fix us. That garment cannot make us achieve our purpose. What is the thing that you hold on to so tightly that you think it is the end of life? Is it your job? Is it your profession, your intellect, your title? And I was listening to one man of God. Now, I don't normally listen to the man, but he was preaching. He said, when the Lord called him, there were three of them. Okay, I'll mention his name. Uh, Pastor Chris. He said, there were three of them. He said, the other two, when they went to America, the other two just decided to stay. 
that's not in Baden, that won't become a surgeon. The other becomes like, you are just doing something. But when the law called him, he said, the Lord said, this is no way I called you to. So he went back to his calling as a priest, as a pastor. But he now said, fast forward today, it, it look back. Now they are doing, one of them is being said, they're doing well, but he said he can pay 100 of them monthly. Now, I wanted some people think he was boasting, but he was trying to see what he would have lost if he has not yielded, if he has not thrown away his coat and followed Jesus. When Jesus comes around, throw away your coat and follow him. It's called wisdom. Do you know that that was the last time? It was a few days after Jesus Christ did not pass through that place again. It was a few days after that he was crucified. If blind Bartimaeus did not throw away and meet Jesus that day, he would be blind forever. Jesus did not pass that place. Some opportunities will not come again. Will never come. So wisdom says, throw away your coats. Run to Jesus. May the Lord give us understanding. Number three. Blind Bartimaeus show us that we need Jesus. Somebody said, I need Jesus. We, need, we don't need people. Now, God, we use people. But what you need is Jesus. We need Jesus. Now, some people think that Jesus needs them. Now, there's nothing wrong in that. But don't, let's just not be, let's just not fool ourselves. I was reading a passage recently. God opened my eyes. In Luke, in Luke 5. Now, I wrote it down. It's not on my uh, PPT there. That thing, I've read that passage several times, but God just drew my eyes to it during the week. He said, in Luke 5, when he said, one day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, there were people were crowding, okay, around him and listening to the word of God. Then he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. That was where Peter was washing their nets. And he said, Master, we've caught, he said, they've caught nothing. And he said, hey, he said, let down the net. We said, nevertheless, at your word, we do that. Now, that's not the story. We all know that story. But where my eyes draw was that there were two boats. Why two? Then he told one. Jesus has alternative. That is the reason why there are two boats. But nobody saw the, that. Anytime Jesus is calling you, there is another boat. So when they call you, jump up. Ah, thank you, Jesus, for counting me worthy. That I am here. That they call me Christians. I am before you. God, I thank you. I am in the church of God. I am washing the toilet. I am Jesus. There is another boat. Before he called them, another boat was there. So, I mean, people have not actually thought about why do we have another boat there? Because they are all, always alternative. The best of men are men. There's only one God. We are the one that needs, say somebody, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Mm hmm Blind Bartimaeus knew, knew Jesus. You know something that really pursued me there? 
People have been coming around. He's he ain't working, but they've been giving him money and he's been surviving. So when he threw away all the money and the coat and was running towards Jesus, it is the same people that have been giving him money. They were stopping him. Stop there. Jesus is not looking for people like you. That's it. Can you see that? Those are the people he doesn't need. Because they are stopping him from reaching out to the person that can give a permanent solution to his problem. That work, that thing that you look at so much for, it is the obstacle. The enemy of best is better and good. We need Jesus. Our life, we only have meaning inside Jesus. In him, we move. In him, we live. In him, our life finds meaning. Shout hallelujah. You need Jesus. It is the same people that have been giving him money that are stopping him from reaching out to the person that can give him a solution. Shout hallelujah. We need Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the hand for the world today. There's no other. Jesus is the way. Can we sing it again? Jesus is Jesus on the road today. For above him, there's no For Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Have you ever heard about people that are doing so, so well? And then they went to go and do some silly things to their own lives. It's because that's not Jesus. It's emptiness. Our soul is constantly. What if that's not it is it doesn't matter how rich you are, it doesn't matter how many houses you are. Now I've moved with different people. Randy, even in Liverpool here, and it's the same common denominator. Without Jesus, you are empty. You are you might be climbing, you become executive chief, executive deputy, assistant, and they give you all those titles. You just end up, you discover that you just climb up. And when you get up, you discover you are climbing the wrong ladder. You're just on the wrong side. You are all bet on the wrong side. You ain't seeing nothing. You have to now calm down. Some people, the problem is that how I've climbed, people have seen me up here. How can I calm down? And that is why they start doing silly things. You need to climb the right way. Jesus is the answer. Shout hallelujah. And that also reminds us of godly friends. Godly friends. You know, the ones that will take you to parties all the time. Now, I've seen so many people around in this country for years. The of, I see them all the time, new clothes, they buy these, they go to parties. There's nothing wrong with that. You have to go to some sometimes. Then when it becomes a lifestyle, and I see them after years, I see the life. 
I look at it and I look at Sheikh Madai, this is all vanity. You know, impact, you no know, impact, all those things has become, nobody even remembers them now. Those clothes, you can't even wear them. If you give some people, they will throw it away. If you give to charity, they won't collect it from you. You stay with friends that can show you Jesus. Stay with friends that will show you Jesus. You must resist people who hinder you from spiritual progress. From spiritual, resist. Because that is where your future lies. Brethren, I'm telling you the truth. That is where your future lies. I've seen it in the life of Father. See, next week we'll be, by God's will be having some of our fathers here. One of them is the chairman now. I rank him. When they bought their ticket and sent it to me so that we can make, I was telling you, how much was the ticket? 10 million. Somebody bought a ticket, 10 million, to come and give her for a few days. Naira. <laughs> no pounds. But we want to buy pounds, they can't. But what I'm looking at is that the, that, the share by itself is going to be 90. These people are what for Jesus. And Jesus is paying them seriously. I looked at it. I said, this is the life. The way you were young like us, they were walking for Jesus. Stay with people that will lead to Jesus, not those that will lead away from Jesus. Because all these uh, those stars and all of that, when you don't see them again, it starts giving you a lot of mental agitation. The Bible says, a great and effective door has been opened unto me. But there are many adversaries, there are many people who oppose me. But blind Bartimaeus was determined. They said, shut up. The Bible says, the more they tell, the more he shouted, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. He was unstoppable. Number four, quickly because of time. Blind Bartimaeus remind us of our what? In the height of the people, he was worthless. He has no value. He's just a, a commonly beggar. That is the way they see him. Is he not that same blind Bartimaeus that we just see him? And you know, the same way we see some people, but they, maybe sometimes some people know that sit on the train and they just say, somebody said, go and do Sarah and something. Just go and drop some money and pop up for them. The same way they see them. In fact, in those days, they believe that maybe their parents have committed a sin. Or somebody in their family, that's why he's, been get, he's getting punished. That is their belief. In the eyes of the boy, he was worthless. But in the eyes of the Lord, he is good. Jesus loves you. Now, once you know that, it doesn't matter who, who does not love you. I like a singer that said, the person that have not seen me, that didn't see me, the person has not seen anything. Can somebody who knows that song? You need to carry yourself like that. I like that brother that playing the sax. The way he carries that sax. You, you can't be, you, while we are playing that, I was beckoning so that they could give himself to bed. He still expressed himself. I, I, I like that goodness. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. You have to, you, carry, you, you know yourself strong. The Bible says, I haven't done all. Stand. 
not compromising, not conforming, standing tall in the midst of one stand in the midst of my colleagues. Sometimes they look at the good question. I, 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 I'm not even know the answer, but I have this confidence that when I get it, I, so, I will get the solution. Strong. He was, he has what? It is only in your own eyes. You have made people to label you to believe that you cannot. And we are passing that label to our children. That is not the way Jesus, the Bible says, out of all the Christ, Jesus stopped. We can see the same thing in the lives of the bent over women. This woman has been attending church synagogue for how many? For ages, the synagogue leaders, they will not heal. Ah, the Jesus stood there. And Jesus said, and they say, how can you not heal on the Sabbath day? Jesus, ought not this woman, the daughter of Abraham, ought not. That is the way Jesus is the daughter of Abraham. She deserves healing. It's the same way Jesus healed people all around. In the eyes of the Lord, you have value. Don't let anyone tell you or circumstances you are going to tell you otherwise. I will tell you who you are. Peter told us in 1 Peter 2.9 that you are a chosen. Now, I like the version that says you are a chosen person. I like that one. That one you say you're chosen. When you say generation, maybe our generation. That's me. That is me. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. It's all special person. I like the one that says special person that you may proclaim the presence of him who have called you out of darkness into you are a chosen generation. Another say you are a peculiar. I like that one peculiar. In other words, that's your title. I am peculiar. Shout hallelujah. Tell somebody beside you. I <laughs> no no no. That's the title. You say I am peculiar. Then beside the person, just say <laughs> you are peculiar. That uh, that's not my word. That is what the Bible says. Number five. Blind Bartimaeus shows only God can. Feel us. Most time we seek for feeling in the wrong places. We seek for feelings in association. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, some people that is where they find it. You know, you become the the chairman of your WhatsApp group. No, I can't be the chairman. <laughs> Oh, he posts a post. How many people like it? And, ah, why is John not like it? I like his own, he didn't like my own. Yeah. You look for feeling where there is not. The people that even like it, they don't like it. They just put like there. It doesn't mean they like it. it that happens when you are seeking for feeling in the wrong place. It's only Jesus that can fill you up. If Jesus has a Facebook, only 12 people will like it. Even uh, Judas will still not like it. So he just pretend he liked it. So we seek for it in the wrong place. That was a time ago. My colleagues, 
they got because when I was in the in the university in place of Lagos, we I went to, we have this. I was still the president of the association then. So they now call. They said we now have this alumni association, and we thought as you are president, we still want to make you presidents of the. I said president of which? I was like, how many years have we finished? Remind me again. Over how many years? Twenty years. Okay, we still want to be presidents. Okay, they said we'll be having meeting on WhatsApp. I said WhatsApp presidents. <laughs> If you don't know what you are doing, you become you don't even do a poster. President, alumni, you will now be, and you be like this there. Seek for Jesus. That is where you will see feeling. That's why Light has said, Feel my cup, Lord. Awake. Come and quench. Been testing all my soul, bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feel me till I want no more, feel my corn, and make me Number six, I'm still going to hate. Like the blind beggar, you need to know what you want. You need to know. Don't let your problem stop you. That's something that I noticed about Jesus. I was telling one of our mother this morning. That's something about Jesus. A blind man shouted, Jesus of Nazareth, help me. Jesus saw that as a blind man. Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? You could not have been thinking. What kind of a question is that? Because Jesus will not override your will. You want to. This reminds me of the message I was telling the legendary man. I will just share a small part. Small part. You know, when the, the, um, the sons of the prophets, when they needed more space and they wanted to go and uh, create, and they Call the prophet Elisha to follow them. And they borrow an axe and they were cutting a tree. And that axe fell. So it fell into a particular spot. It, it, the man shouted, Ah, we borrowed it. So that's the way I'm going. But Elisha asked, Where did he fall? Elisha could have just dropped a stick. The Bible said, Drop a stick and it floated. But he could have just, but he said, I like the way you buy Bible now. Sorry for that. I don't preach vernacular. But Ibulubosi, see, it has some people's axe head has fallen. They are just carrying around empty stick. And the problem with the stick is that stick cannot cut stick. He's just going around. I have stick. Oh, they show you the head. The axe that's nothing at the top. That axe head is the Holy Spirit. Tell Jesus where did he drop? Bartimaeus said. I want to receive my sight. You need to know. Some people, when they say, close your eyes as we end this prayer, ask God for three things. Then you just, just start thinking. See, I don't even think. I know that three things I've been asking. It's the same one I asked 20 years ago, the same one I'm still asking, and I've seen it. I keep asking that same thing. And it supersedes, it's according to the word of the Lord. Tell people, where is that thing? You need to know. If they wake you up, what is that? You tell, ah, this is it. You need to. Blind Bartimaeus knew 
a meal. Number seven. Blind Bartimaeus remind us God has always been there. Jesus has always been there. He is our present help. See, something happened in Mark 4, 30, Mark 4 from 37. There was a violent storm. There was problem. Jesus Christ was sleeping. And the disciples said, Master, care us not that, that we perish. The, the Bible says he woke up and he said, peace be still. They won't, if they don't call on Jesus, Jesus is there. He's in you. He's with you. He just wants you to call upon him. He's there. The smallest thing that you think you can do by your own effort, you just call everyone that calls on me. They will be safe. Everyone. Brother James told us in James 1.5, he said he does not find for, it's not a fault finder. He told the woman that was caught in the act, very, very hard. He said anyone that has not committed any offense, be the first person to throw the stones. The whole walk away shamefully. He said, woman, where are your accusers? He said, I do not accuse you again. They go and sin no more. He does not find fault. He does not find fault. Even if your heart condemns you, Jesus is greater than your heart. That's what the Bible says. Go to him as a son, like the prodigal sons. He said, Father, I'm back to you. You know, there's no way you can throw me. I know I'm messed up, but you are my father. I, I, I come back to you. I'm safe with you. I'm safe than being out there in the world. Jesus is always there. He will receive you back. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is the answer. Number eight, that's a random. Your faith can lead others to God. The Bible says very quickly, it said, when they saw what the Lord, the Bible said, and they praised God on his behalf, the blind Bartimaeus. They praised God. I was telling one of our sisters here that when she was planning for uh, marriage, I said, no, this is what we need to do. You have to do it properly. You have to do it this way. We're not going to do this. This has to be done. It has to be done properly. You have to inform the parents. Both parents have to agree. And things were done properly. As a result, so many other people now came up and said, you know what? I need to also do the right thing. Because when they saw the glory, when they saw how beautiful it was. And I was telling you recently, I said, you don't know something. That is what God wants. That he wants your life to be, to be a shining light. He wants other people to look at it and say, you know what? I want to do that thing. I also want to do the right thing. Now, you know, now this one is not all about you then. It's about other people now seeing the good thing. He said, you never know how many children, how many of these little ones, the precious and the that will look at that and see those pictures and say, they put at the back of their mind that I want to do something like that. I will wait till the right time. I will get the right person and I will be celebrated and do the, until that time when they are, they will not tell you, this is what inspired me. You know why I said that? The reason why I said that was, I was, that was the time I was doing, doing NYC. Then one little girl, she's just like four or five years old, came, my uncle's daughter just brought her. So we're playing. Then years back, she now finished from university. She now, she now medical doctor. She now called me. She said, because before that time, she was just naughty. And she said, sir, 
He said, you are the one that inspired me to, to go to university. And I said, how did I? Well, he says, when did I have He said, the day I saw you with NYC uniform, I loved it so much. I said, one day I want to wear this uniform. Yes, and years back. That has been our motivation. What are we saying? Your testimony can bring others to Christ. And that is what the Lord will do for you in Jesus' name. So that is why we need a great testimony. It will not be a bad testimony in Jesus' name. You don't be this way. People will give that. Don't be like that one. But you be like the people who say, be like that one. In the name of Jesus. And finally, I need to round up now. Sorry. I get, I'm just enjoying the message myself. Don't forget, <laughs> after God has helped you. I think that I don't want to, to miss that one. Because that is what we do. So many people forget. They forget. You know what the man said? The, after Jesus has said, see, Mark said, if he followed Jesus along, even though Jesus said, just go. Jesus told him to go. He, he did not. He followed Jesus. He was not seeking the gift. He was seeking the giver. The reason why some of us have not received a breakthrough, complete one, is because Jesus knows your heart. The day you receive it, the day you... That, see, that thing you are looking for will become your excuse why you don't serve him again. Oh, where are you today? <laughs> you know, Pastor, that Sunday is when the pure double. Don't worry, I'll pay my tithe and offering. God cannot be mocked. Don't forget Jesus. Seek the, see, the reason is because he will first give you one talent. He will see how you use it. You return, you do it very well. Then he said, well, my great and faithful servant. And then he give you another one. He will give you bigger. See the way he was training David with, a, with little sheep. Nobody was there. But when the lions and the tiger came, David with his life and go and fight them. Set them up. Then where did David now became king? Somebody said, where did this man know how to fight? David now said, it was him that trained my hand to fight and my finger to Jesus was, was training him with, with goats. You never know that what you are going through now, Jesus training you for bigger things. So don't, with the small doors that God is opening for you, don't let you up. Because he has a bigger door for you. In the name of Jesus, you will not miss it in Jesus' name. And we conclude here. I will conclude there. So, in my conclusion, first thing that blind Bart saw is that he saw his need. He saw his need. I'm blind. I need my sight. I need somebody that can do it. And that's Jesus. Now, the first thing is do you see your need for Jesus? Then the second thing is he saw an opportunity in front of him. Jesus passing by, he took it. And that opportunity would not come back again. Because that was the last time Jesus passed Jericho before he was crucified. Did you? So what I'm saying today, brethren, is considering the past where you're going to release your past. Visualize your future. Open your eyes and see new opportunities. Overcome your limitation, seize the new opportunities, and you will fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. You fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Mm.
You will fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Before we go, we're going to do some prayers. I will close our eyes. You can sit down, but just make sure you pray fervently. Just pray from your heart. The first in Mark, that Mark 10, 46, it says, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting. This man was seated. The word have sat him down. He has no option. The word himself called him and sat him down. You're going to tell the Lord, all form of hopelessness that sat people down, I banish them in my life. In the name of Jesus. Hopelessness, hopelessness, hopelessness that sits people down, that sleeps, that puts people into dormant situation. I banish you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I banish you. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Tell the Lord, every condition or conditions that have rendered me irrelevant, that have rendered you, they made him irrelevant in the soul of Jesus. So by your mercy, I am delivered. I am delivered. I am delivered. Every condition that made you irrelevant in your family, your siblings don't care about who is the pain. Lord, I cry to you. I cried like blind, but you know, say, Jesus, Jesus, ah, this is my condition. This is it. Lord, I cry unto you this morning. Every condition that made me relevant. Lord, today, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Say the Lord, what is happening now to me? Where I am now? It will not limit me. It will not define me. I will exhale. I must exhale. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I will exhale. In the name of Jesus, I will break limitation. I will break barriers. In the name of Jesus, I will break barriers. I will break limitations. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. In the Mark 10, 47, he said, when he heard that was Jesus, he began to cry, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And they stopped him from crying, but he cried out the louder. It is time to cry this morning. Every power that want to shut me up. I shut them up permanently. Every power. I want to shut my family. I want to shut my voice. That you that give the voice to the voiceless. I refuse this morning. I refuse you. I banish you. In the name of Jesus, I receive voice. A voice that cannot be shut. A voice that cannot be shut up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Tell the Lord, every controlling and monetary spirit that is not giving me space to announce my purpose, to announce my purpose, to announce my purpose, I disable you. I disable you in my family and the power. That is limiting, that is not letting us announce our purpose. I disable you, be disabled. You be disabled in the name of Jesus. Be disabled. Be disabled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Tell the Lord, Father, give my give power to my voice. Uh, amplify my voice. Amplify my voice. Tell the Lord, Lord, give power to my voice. Amplify my voice. Where I have no voice, raise a voice for me. In the name of Jesus, where decisions have been made and I have no voice, make a voice for me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And finally, tell the Lord, say all my cries in the past. That was fruitless. Very much must have been crying. I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help. But they try just give me a pound. They give one pound, ten pounds, seven pounds an hour, ten pounds an hour. And it's just being sustaining on that. Tell them not from today. Open the book of remembrance and visit me. Open the book of remembrance and visit my family. Open the book of remembrance and visit me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and so shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, Lord, we thank you. But this is the assurance we have in you that when we call upon you, you answer us. You show us great and mighty things. I have this assurance in my heart that you've listened and you've heard us. Your name be glorified forever in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray. As we pray this prayer this morning, we receive speedy answers in the name of Jesus. Because your word says, as surely as I live, I will do unto you that we should see unto my ears. Lord, do it. In the name of Jesus, your limitations are removed. Your hindrances are removed. What I've been giving you sleepless nights. The Bible says, and the Lord shall wipe away every tears from their eyes. The Lord will wipe away your tears in the name of Jesus. Every sickness is recording when I removed. Barrenness, I bind you. Financial hardship, I bind you. Disobedient children, I bind that act in the name of Jesus. Limitations are broken. In the name of Jesus, today you are set free. The Bible says, whosoever the Son set free shall be free indeed. Nothing shall stop your joy in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless, the Lord keep you, the Lord shine his face upon you, and the Lord be gracious to you now and forevermore. Amen.